So welcome to episode two of the Trainer Feed. Jock and Angel here. We're, uh, today's episode is going to be on nutritional habits, everything that encompasses it. So we're going to be here uh, just chatting, you know, like we do, and we're going to have a good time. What's up, guys? Going on. What's going on? What's up? How's everyone feeling? Uh, pretty good. David, how are Stuck you? Stuck at home. I'm a lot better. Okay. Recovering. Uh, I feel human for the for the fourth day. Mm-hmm. That's good, I think. So, you know, a little bit of cough here and there, but other than that, uh, I'm fine. So, for all our listeners, definitely know he is on the mend, and he's getting back to full health. I'm a what? I said you're on the mend, you're getting better, and you're on your way back to full health. Yeah. All right. Uh, you gotta remind. You gotta remind. You gotta remind these people that Jacques is a foreigner, and you know, some, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes the words that he uses aren't what you know we American folk use. <laughs> I guess it it cut out for a reason. That's yeah. all hate speech, and yeah, it was like, yeah, no. yeah. I was like, not happening, David. There you go. It's all right. So good. So, All right, so go real ahead, quick, real quick though, shout out Georgine and my boy Sam that hooked it up with some food yesterday. You know, it was very nice. Oh, they came through. Yeah, very nice. Thank you. Oh nice. damn, good for them. Shout out to those guys. Oh, those guys are legends. Georgine, Georgine's like, don't. <laughs> when she came in with her with her car, she wouldn't put her window down. She's just like, it's in the trunk. Grab it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, she doesn't trust you, David. Uh, nah, so it's funny. Fine. I got. I have my parents coming through at some point, and I'm like, just leave it at the door and go home. <laughs> yeah, they're going to the supermarket. Yeah. I'm like, guys, come on. I, I drop it outside. Anyway, how are they feeling? Are they doing better? Yeah, they're. Doing I know better. you. You said they're doing better. Oh, okay, good. good. good and what about uh, Sam? How did Sam drop this stuff off? He was walking. He was just walking about and dropped yeah. off some uh, some soup and some nice. some pasta, some pasta sauce. You know, even though he's not Italian, I was like, well, well, let's see how this is. But by the time I got it, I was ready to eat it. She was frozen. She was <laughs> frozen. Damn. <laughs> anyway, then I had it and it was really good. Thank you, Sam. Shout out nice. to Sam. Thanks, Sam. You saved our baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda lives. <laughs> Memes live. Yeah. Finger thing. What? Uh, wait, what? Well, no, I know what it means. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Um, Mandalorian, you guys suck. Anyway. No, I love the Mandalorian, man. You know we spoke about that. All right. I don't got Disney Plus. Bro. <laughs> anyway. All right. All right. So let's. Let's get into it. Let's get into uh, nutrition habits. So I think we were talking about how during this time it's important to kind of like revisit some of our habits. So uh, nutrition probably being like paramount because I think the biggest excuse for people when it comes to nutrition habits or the lack thereof is uh, time. Time, right? Time. And then, you know, I guess secondary would be like, I don't know what I'm doing. But um, time being like not a component or not as big of a component now 
um, allows us to kind of like uh, take a look at what our habits are and then kind of um, kind of like uh, remake them or redo them, right? So undo the bad habits and put in some new ones. Um, so yeah, so let's talk about why we do, why do we have, what is a nutrition habit? So somebody <clears throat> from there. Uh, let's, I'll have a go. So nutritional habit is something that the person can own and on a daily basis or even weekly basis. And it, and it, it, be, and it mostly be minor, you know, something that's not that daunting, not that tasking. And, um, it can be as something simple as having a glass of water before every meal. So you make sure you don't really eat, you know, like not only you're hitting the fact that you're going to be increasing your water intake, but making sure you decrease possibly your portion control if that is an issue or any chance of overeating. Mm-hmm. So that's like a, like a simple example. Yeah. It's kind of like, I would say it's something along the lines of, for example, you know, getting up, brushing your teeth, you know, right before bed. It's something that's not that hard to do, but still millions of people fail, you know, or, or have a very hard time doing it. You know, it doesn't have to be the biggest thing. You know, it could just be, like Zach said, a, a glass of water, you know, or just, you know, making extra trips to the to the kitchen every time you go there and open the fridge and you don't get anything, get another glass of water, you know, things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's my things. And, and if, we call, if we can agree that most of the uh, resistance to us walking people – starting new habits like you said time was an issue but sometimes the 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 perception is that the new habit needs to be something so like time consuming but like there needs to be a huge adjustment to their life you know whereas it's like if someone doesn't eat healthily okay now you're gonna meal prep every single meal for the rest of the week you're like oh like i go from barely eating two meals a day to now preparing like 15 to 20 meals for a week like that's too big a gap for the person to drop, and that's where yeah. it's, it's easy for the clients. It's small enough to be able to be followed. hundred percent. Like, shock bites. It has, it has to be something that's manageable, and something that I feel is true, especially when I speak to clients, is you can, you can definitely be aggressive with changing a number of things, and, and they'll all be significant, but if you think that you can make a change in that short period of time, which is true, you can quite easily revert back to where you were before. And again, a very short period of time. So if your if your path and your goal is to maintain and to keep going and to stay on that track and slowly trend and slowly improve every step of the way and not have any reverse steps, making it small manageable. So like we just said, like very small things that, you know, the, the client or even ourselves can own and they'd be like, well, my life didn't really change. I just did something for an extra five minutes a day and, and owned it you know that's that's way more realistic that's way more manageable and and if the client is able to buy into that and able to do those tasks and again the first one is simple boom it, it leads on for for more habit changing usually yeah the biggest thing you know also i think if you want to instill a new habit into somebody you know like you said right now about the whole meal prep you know people get really turned off by you know, just meal prepping for a week, you know, and so how about just adding the new habit of meal prepping for just your lunch? Boom, exactly. And then the other thing as well, I think is quite important for us to identify is that it has to be, we have, you have to identify the person's or people's, um, like their commitment level, like expectations versus reality, 
right? Like if someone says, I do want a six pack of abs in six weeks. Okay. That depending on where you're starting from, you have to think like how realistic that is. But if someone sees either an athlete or an actor and they see what shape they're in, like, I don't look like that. Okay. So you're, so you're saying if I'm 40% body fat yeah. and sedentary, I can't look like Superman within six weeks. I'm not saying you can. I'm saying depending on what your starting point, you might have less than more work to do, right? Which is evident. But what I'm saying what is... 50% body fat. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not arguing for that point. I'm saying that if, some, if, someone, if someone comes in, let's say, with lower percent, let's say... I don't know, 20, 25%, right? And let's say this person is in their 30s and, you know, was, oh, I used to work out in college or I played on the football team, whatever it was, where you have a, not less of a battle to climb, but you think that's a bit more manageable. Again, I'm not saying that's possible or realistic. And again, everyone's body so different and responds differently to different workout plans and so on. But yeah. what I want to say is if we've all, ha- we've all worked with clients and people that say, I want to get to this, but as soon as you suggest certain things, there's resistance to your suggestion and your path you want to lead them on. And, and there's yeah. way more to it than there than, than meets the eye, right? So it, it, it has to be that the client or the person has to either come up or agree with the habit themselves because we can, all, we can all sit there and say like, hey, you lose body fat? Okay, simple. Stop eating the cake at night or stopping, you know, like, I know to our listeners that might sound wild, but honestly, we've heard some crazy stories where you wouldn't believe some of the things people can eat. Like people are trying to lose weight, but they'll still think it's okay to eat. It's about the snacking. Right. Uh, but the, the, the common misconception with snacking as well is, oh, it's organic. Oh, it's plant-based. It doesn't matter what it's made of. It's a snack. It's a snack. Like that's something that gets lost in translation yeah. sometimes, you know? At the end of the day, it's energy in, energy out. Exactly. But I guess what I was trying to say is, bottom line is, which we'll, go, we'll move on from this after, but if a client isn't if a client isn't ready to make the change, says they think they want to make these changes, but are not ready to change their evening routine, they're not ready to go to bed an extra like 10 minutes earlier at night, prove their sleep and regeneration, ready to do, like you said, hey, I might expect you to do 50 meals of meal prep in a week, but let's say just five, you know, lunch, like make two meals Monday, Tuesday night, Sunday, and then make a few days after small steps but if the person is completely resistant to to, to making changes this there's, there's something bigger there you know there's a bigger picture yeah that's the biggest thing i had an issue with especially with the lunch thing you know i mean i mean i, I could wake up you know one two three make my oatmeal done but the lunch was the issue so mm-hmm. small little small little habits like that go a long way absolutely what about you angel uh i just wanted to kind of like recap so like for like basically what you guys were saying is that Nutrition habits, what are they? So they are habits that you instill um, to kind of like reinvent like how you're eating throughout the day or, you know, drinking throughout the day, like how your body is processing whatever calories, macronutrients, micronutrients, et cetera, throughout the day. And why you guys do it is because you want to try to hit a goal, right? So uh, whether that's like a performance goal or it's a like a body fat goal or something like that, um, that is why you would do it. Um, And then the real question comes down to like, how? So how do we do it? How do, where do we start? That's the kind of like the first question that people might have. And also, when do you start? Um, As we were talking about, like, um, clients sometimes say like, they're not, they might have like a huge thing in mind. They're just like, I need to lose like 30 pounds of body fat. So I'm going to eat no fat between now and December, and then I should lose that weight, mm. right? Um, but that might be too big of a 
piece in order to like swallow in one bite. So maybe just kind of like breaking that down and shrinking the goal um, to help them get to where they need to be as well as like be successful at it. Right. Cause a lot of people try, but I think that the biggest failure is like not having um, a portion that you can actually do. Right. Like it's, it's something that's for better or for worse. Like it's something that you can't do at mm. that time. Right. So shrinking that habit or shrinking that goal um, and then setting like a habit to that smaller goal might be a better way of approaching it. Do I agree. agree. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, yeah. go on, David. No, go ahead. What I was going to say was it's, it, it is, um, it is completely important that, you know, how do I put it? Yeah. Like just knowing, knowing what they, knowing what they want to achieve and knowing what they think is realistic. Like you said, if someone is, I think ultimately what I'm trying to get at is knowing what picture or painting this person is, is painting, right? Because if they say lose 30 pounds of fat, what does that look like to them? Because for us, depending on what the, the client or person we're working with, how the body adapts to stress and, and the workouts given, some like let's say like males, like the first place a male might lose weight or traditionally is around the neck, right? And like, let's say if he thought he was going to lose it faster around his abs or around his legs, but he's lost it more around his arms. Like you have to know like what he's expected to see. And if that's in tune with where they're going to go, you know, like it's not to say that, Oh, you'll never get to that shape or to that weight, but it's like, okay, there's just to know, be more familiar with what our trajectory is going to be. It's going to take time. Right. You know, and, and you have to have those conversations and I've had, you know, I've had conversations like that with clients in the past and it's, and you know, you could see it in their face and in a way they're like, shit. You know, I was hoping you tell me, fine, done, we're doing mm. it. But, you know, when in reality, it's that's not the case. But what's what's an important question we get asked in terms of nutrition? Well, it's, I, I've got a feeling it's similar to what we all get, but what would you guys say is number one? The, the biggest question is, what do I eat? Yeah. Danger, would you agree? Right? Yeah, I think that's... that's and a, how do we answer that? Uh, okay, uh, the easiest way to answer that is, you know, it's it's kind of like taking it back a bit and saying like what do you feel like eating yeah. or what do you want to eat it's not necessarily like talking about like uh like you need to eat this way because this is the most optimal way to eat because if that was the case then we'd all have like you know a uh, cookie cutter mm. way of eating by now where everybody should just apply but honestly everybody there's yeah, just too many place. variables to actually yeah. say this is what that's kind of what do. i was getting at because if um, we that that yeah you don't want to say it depends but it absolutely does like you said there's too many variables in place that make it hard for us to dictate what we should all do like we can give again strong suggestions but like i just want to use an example if all three of us right sat down had the same meal Mm -hmm. same number of calories same serving sizes of everything right how all of our bodies digest and process that is completely different like all our genetics are a little bit different our backgrounds are again different also like there's so many variables in place that you know okay like whether angel needs one fistful of servings of protein or david needs two or whether it's like more vegetables or whatever it is it's so hard i need five what's up i need five per meal five per meal that's why david's bulking but <laughs> no team bulk team like. both like quarantine bulk but it, that's and then i think the you know, like, I think the biggest, uh, that's one of the biggest difficulties, right? Like, you don't want to say, like, oh, don't put the onus or accountability on me. But it's, it is, it's very hard to, to 
to measure that, yeah. right? I think that's and the, the hardest thing. thing. The biggest thing, too, you know, I, I don't know, depending on, you know, whatever state a trainer is in, you know, we, we aren't allowed to be giving people direct meal plans. You know, you see all these people online saying, customize meal plans, this is what we're going to get you to do. Doing what? If, if you're like an online trainer, it's so hard to get, you know, the sense of what somebody may need because everybody's different. It, you know, absolutely. And I think something that goes along with the online training, have you guys ever done, if you've ever done like the nutritional coaching, have you guys ever had clients text you pictures of what they're eating to go along with what they're telling you they're eating? I've tried to get my clients to do that and they just won't fucking do it. Right, some won't do it, least, but... Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had one person here and there, you know, show me what it is that they eat throughout the week, and then after on, you know, we we chat about it, and their biggest thing is they don't realize how much they snack right. until they they write what they snack on. And is it? And you say you, it's more about the quantities than the the type of snacks you're seeing. At this point, I think there's a point where you gotta, you know, bite the bullet and be like, okay, you're snacking a lot. You know, it may it may be the best snack in the world, mm. you know, but if you're snacking on it constantly, you're adding and then you're having these big portioned meals, you know, of again, it could be the healthiest meal in the world. But if you're having too many, too many portions, yeah. of it, then it all adds, it all adds up, you know, into your calories. And then you're you're wondering there, like, why the hell am I gaining weight when I've been eating all this healthy stuff? But you know, you know, and that, that's no, sorry, go on. Now saying, and that's why you know people that are vegan or vegetarian, they also you know may have issues with weight loss because of portion control and about, mm-hmm. and about calories. I think go, and going on to what you're saying, I don't know if you guys ever had the scenario where clients or even or even people we work with, right? Like if the if we knew the goal in mind is to let's say for example lose weight or build muscle mass, whatever it is, and we all very we're all very familiar with the kind of eating that needs to be in line with that, right? And I've definitely had instances where someone says, "Oh, you know, I, I'm 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 going to the theater this weekend, and I'm going to have this meal, and it's going to be, you know, I haven't had chicken parmesan in like a few weeks." And I'm like, "But are you? What do we still have the goal in mind?" And you're not trying to be a dick about it, but I'm like, "It it it is what it is. You've got to be transparent. You have to say like, I totally get like that chicken parmesan place." Or that dish from that place is phenomenal, but are you still trying to get to, to that goal in two months? I'm not saying one night is going to do everything, but like if you continually make exceptions for yourself and like, oh, but I haven't had it, it's so good. If you just succumb to saying, oh, it's just so good, you don't give yourself a chance. You don't give yourself that. Would you, would you say that it's different for somebody going on a diet, whereas somebody that's just trying to make a lifetime, First, you know, health, yeah. Cho- better choices because i i mean i don't know my mindset i mean real quick my mindset is if you're somebody that's trying to just make a difference into their daily habits Mm -hmm. then having that chicken parm i'm not the biggest you know proponent of saying don't have it um but i think in terms of if somebody is dieting down because they have something in a month or something or whatever Mm -hmm. then i think that in that point i personally am a little more on top of it, you know? I agree with what you're saying because any anyone who I feel I feel that short term fixed timed diets are not successful when the person reverts back to their regular routine and they gain weight, right? 
I, I will agree with what you're saying. The one instance I probably m missed out on this particular uh, scenario was if this person continuously says, but I'm going to go to the theater, so I'm going to have a, three glasses of wine. I'm going to go to this place, have chicken okay. parmesan because I've not had it in three weeks. Then on Sunday, I haven't had brunch with my friends, so I'm going to go all out. If this person or if a person continuously goes, oh, but I haven't done this and so on. Like, it, I agree with what you're saying, whereas like, look, if you've been clean every single meal the whole week, and if you've worked out like, crazy or to an intensity that means you can surpass um comfort yeah. levels of calorie intake on what's on what on then absolutely like one meal is not going to kill you and it's not going to you're not going to fail your yeah. goal of a two month you're not going to fail two month goal weight loss if one meal you had something that was a little off off track agreed but if you're the if you're the mindset where like oh just this just that and it's just continuous it's like no that is a snowball effect and you have to be aware of that <laughs> yeah. there's there's consequences of constantly having that mindset would you say that people that do that really don't want it? Absolutely. If you, yep. but if you come in and you say to me, you want it, something, there's something they are lost. There's, there's something they're not telling you, right? Because we've all yeah. had the scenario where someone says, I want to lose weight, right? Mm -hmm. You crush them, you, you program it very effectively, even if they've got injuries or, you know, I even had someone say to me not long ago, I, was, I can't do legs in the morning. And he walks out with me in the morning. So you tell me we can never do legs ever. It's, you know, like, Okay, so things. Exactly. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, sure. I'm <laughs> still doing it. You just don't. You just don't tell them before you do it. You're just like, all right, lunges or deadlifts. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, it's deadlifts. It's deadlifts yeah. legs. I mean, it's your whole body, but yeah, it's your back. You know what I mean? You just, yeah. you, you just, you give them what they want, what they need, kind of. But what I guess what I'm trying to get at is, it's like feeding medicine to fucking pets. What's up? It's like feeding medicine to pets. So, yeah, 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 I think that's easier sometimes as well, but. Um, <laughs> but 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 basically, what I was saying was, ah, oh, damn, I lost my track of thought. We we're talking about um, talking about people not what really want. Oh right, so it 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 all again. That's where when we we had done a course and they used the discrepancy tool, right? So in one hand you want to lose weight, but the other hand you still want to eat that chicken palm every weekend or whatever it is, like. Help me meet, put those two together and meet in the middle. What, like, I, I hear one thing, but you're doing the you other. Compromise. What's up? You gotta compromise. Yeah, like, I'm not saying you can never have that again. I'm just saying that, yeah. okay, we might have to be more conscious of having it very, very, very infrequently. But then it, yeah. like, I've made suggestions as well. We're like, oh, I don't eat breakfast. I just, they work out first thing in the morning and then I don't eat till 12 o'clock. Wait, you're telling me you haven't eaten. You're telling me you're eating the night before at 7 or 8 p.m. And then you're in that turn and going to sleep, walk out, and then not eat until, like, noon. What? That's almost a whole yeah, day. Whole what are you talking about? It's very – yeah. I think the whole breakfast thing is very complex. It's a, it's, of... a whole other, it's, it's a whole other yeah. game to unpack, right? And yeah. that that's where I've seen people saying, like, I'm not a morning person. But – with what they're doing with how they're eating and them not being where they want to be and you suggest manipulating things like that like oh i just can't change you can't or you won't you know it's you don't want sounds to. like you don't want to it really and and i think this is this is going to be very crucial to the trainers out there listening to this that if your client doesn't want to change there's not there's not too much you can do you can have all the tools you can provide the clients with them. You can show them the different routes you can take. 
they don't want to do it. They don't want to take any roots. Okay, you let me know when you're ready. That's kind of what mindset has been. Like, I'm not going to lose sleep over, you know, like, when you troubleshoot a scenario of a client saying, like, oh, I had no this left because my partner didn't buy the the healthy snacks I normally get. Come on. You know what? We're If you're living in New York City, there's a bodega in every corner. Any borough you're in, there's a bodega in every corner. You can't tell me you went to go get, like, a dry fruit instead of, like, a piece of cake or something, like, Again, knowing that, yes, a piece of cake once every so often is not going to kill you and it's good to enjoy life, but don't be don't be like, oh, I couldn't do this because it's not. No, you're, 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 everyone's like grown up adults. You've made the decisions yourself, you know? Yeah. So I think that's kind of the I want to talk about, but like, Angel, what are your thoughts on clients who are resistive to changing habits? Um. I mean, like, we went yeah. a lot of different ways <laughs> uh, with a lot of examples. Uh, so we got to bring it back at some point. Um, but at, you know, for to answer that question, like, what I would say is, like, why are you resistant, right? And generally speaking, like, the client might say, oh, you know, I just can't do it or I failed. Or, like, they might say it's too big for me to do, like, every day or I don't have the time, like, you know, taking a picture of the food. Like, they might not have the time or it's socially awkward, right? So I think the first thing you got to do when addressing something like that with your client is, like, why did they Mm -hmm. fail in the first place, right? And then based off that, you can kind of say, all right, this was – maybe this was the wrong approach. Maybe we should think about something altogether, Uh, But the only way to really like try to target that is like toss it back in the client's hands and say, all right, so you said that you wanted this Uh, right now we have this habit and you're not doing that habit. What do you want Mm -hmm. us to do about this? Right. Like kind of give them that ultimatum or you can say, so let's try a different approach. Uh, What would be a better, you know, nutritional goal or habit for us to have um, and try to carry out like daily, weekly Mm -hmm. and monthly. Right. And then just try to go from it from there. Right. And, you know, make sure that the trajectory is right. But essentially, they're going to create their own path. We're just there to, like, guide them Mm -hmm. through it. So I think just having a dialogue with the client, trying to figure out, understand why uh, they weren't successful or why they're resistant to change um, is the only way that you're actually going to figure out how to help that one. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest each each client Mm -hmm. needs to have that conversation. Yeah, I think that that's a big thing in terms also into determining, you know, differentiating between a client, I mean, the trainer that is taking all the steps to try that for the client or a, tra- a trainer that's just making them do stuff, you know? Because there's a difference. There's a difference between yeah. us saying, hey, this is your meal plan. You're going to follow it. You're going to take your supplements. You're going to take a shake for breakfast. Then There's a difference that you said between that, having a dialogue and understanding where the underlying issue is, Right. And then I, I, I agree with what you're saying where I think the best way to do this is to imagine like they're on a path, right? Where like, no, everything's going to change from zero to hundred in a week. You're just going to modify piece by piece and it's going to be their own personalized path, right? Where that's where I think we're so indispensable and so pivotal in their, in their training and eating habits, because yes, you can read every fact and journal out there. You can read every piece of information, but how that pertains to you, how you can 
specifically adapt to those pieces of information or how you climatize it with your daily life that that's such a that's such a um person dependent thing where it really just you can't you can't say that every single person is going to respond the same to this to having that kind of breakfast you know like um and that's that's the biggest thing to take away from from this conversation this podcast is like the trainer is there to analyze understand the client and really personalize everything to them yeah yeah so with that said what we can do is we can do like a exercise to try to like help people understand like what our approach is and like what our methodology is when it comes to this stuff um so my idea was to kind of like uh state like a goal like a nutritional goal um for like the year and then break it down to like monthly goals and then break it down to weekly goals and then try to do like a daily goal or a habit that you can uh kind of like do in order to uh hit that bigger goal in the year and maybe we can go around and just like figure that out like what that would be and what that would be like um so that way you know everybody who's listening can kind of like do that as well to the you know to themselves or with with their clients right so kind of like giving a blueprint as to how to how to do this you know and if you're you know a person who just wants to you know have better nutritional habits you got to figure out how to do that and um, the only way to figure it out is like to have like to break it down and then um, try to you know create your own path yeah sounds good let's do that Um, yeah let's do it you want to do it okay uh, so maybe, uh, Jacques, we'll try it with you first. Cause I know we did some of this, like in our like curriculum before. Oh, yeah. Um, so you kind of, so do you want to be going? Yeah. So like, the... yeah, no, no, no. So, yeah. So I'll be like the coach. Um, but what I need from you is like a big goal and this might be putting you on the spot. So if you need Are a we second, talking we can like talk a body changing and, or performance you know, fill the gap. Okay. Uh, so whatever it means to you, right? Just in terms of nutrition, right? So if you want to perform, that's fine. God, but how does that yeah. correlate to your nutritional habits right now? Like how could your nutritional habits uh, help you perform? Um, so just, I guess if you have that performance goal, just kind of state that and then we can, or, you know, body fat, you know, whatever it is. And then we can kind of translate that to a nutritional. Sure. All right. Like so or something like that. My... From a nutritional standpoint, is being able to just—I would say—looking at numbers objectively, dropping body fat percentage, making sure I consistently stay arguably under ten percent. I typically tend to float around eleven, twelve, fifteen percent. Um, and I breaking it down to—I uh, I just love snacking that's a big area of approval big area of opportunity for me and choice of snacks and yeah that's probably do you want any more information than that or no i think that that kind of works out well um so to just to kind of like recap you want to or just under, drop yeah. to about like 10 percent body fat so just under. So right now you're working yeah, with a range. Right. The range is yeah. 11 to 15 percent, correct? Um, give me a range, an ideal range. Yeah, for you. I would probably so say you said 10, but that's just one percent. So so not far off, but 
Okay. Um, and for how long do you want to maintain that? I'd say at least a year. Six months to a year. Okay, so you want yeah. to you want to maintain that Ideally. year round. Now, how confident how confident are you that you would be able to maintain seven point five to ten percent yeah. like year round on a scale of one to ten? Ten being like a hundred percent confident. Seven or eight. Okay. So with that said, how do we get that seven or eight to like a nine or a ten? Um, I definitely need to be more top of making my own snacks. So not buying. Shout out to Larry's cookies. I love them and eat too many of them probably. Like, so I I have started to look at some make homemade snacks where like just mixing bananas, mm-hmm. um, oats, and maybe a handful of chocolate chips and and protein powder and peanut butter, make my own kind of cookie makes variation that's something i've done a little bit of that i think i could and should do more of my problem with that though mm. this is all okay here's my thing reason why a larry's cookie the benefits mm. of that is it's one right in a packet it's only one whereas when i make a tray of mm-hmm. th- these cookie mix this healthy mix of like oats and bananas if the whole tray is there my willpower and self-control sometimes there's an issue where damn this is pretty good i might see the whole tray and the whole purpose was to have one for every day but i've eaten mm-hmm. the whole tray so i'm all i felt so i'm almost that. back to square yep. one where <laughs> I, I know that's kind of stupid but part of the reason mm-hmm. why you can buy something and like a reason why at trader joe's i suggest this but they have the nuts and shell mixes so it's a big bag but within the bag there's bundles small bags and they're a handful each bag so I know from a quantitative mm-hmm. perspective that, okay, I'm mm-hmm. having one handful, I'm having two handfuls, as opposed to like kind of guessing how many handfuls I've had. I know how many packets I've had. So that's where I can, again, large cookies, I can measure and I know mm-hmm. in my head because I'm a very regimented person. So if I know strict numbers, I can keep keep accountable of what I've had in the day and, and going forward in the week on long term, you know? So that's, I know that's mm. kind not make an excuse, but kind of like where it's a little vicious circle. So maybe, um, well, so I'll recap first and then I'll kind of like give like maybe some suggestion. But um, so recapping, uh, the thing to get you uh, from that seven to eight out of 10 to nine to 10 out of 10 would be snacking being an issue. um, And you love Larry's cookies and Larry's cookies seem to like you know, have you go overboard, but then when you make that healthy alternative, you mm. eat the whole tray because you made it and it's all there. And then the individual packages of the Larry's cookies yeah. kind of makes it easier to quantify how many you've eaten, as well as how far off it's thrown you versus when you make the, you know, the healthier version, you eat the whole tray gone. and then you just don't yeah. even know. Like you just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you can assume, yeah. but like, it's just like gone. Right. That's um, gone. So does that sound about right? Okay, so with that said, do you feel like uh, the individual package of the Larry's cookies is like, uh, is is the Larry's cookies really a problem, or is it in like the sense the what we need a problem of what uh, uh, being a problem or being like a I think that's one of them. Yeah, goal. I think that's the one of them. Just because, like, I've spoken to people about it before and. Um, and look, like I think at one point I'm going to have to do more gut analysis because I think that 
some even though I like oats and I think it's one of the best things to eat, I think I'm not that tolerant to it, you know, and then that causes problems. And like anyone who sits mm-hmm. there and admits to like, oh, I like eating this, but it screws me up. Like, I don't know how often or how long term a person can do that. And mm-hmm. I've, you know, it's not a coincidence that like it gives me and sells my stomach. Um, so I think it's, it's, um, it's finding something that I like, but it's also finding something that I can, again, like when, when we talk about long-term journeys and packs of nutrition, if 90, if, if 85, mm-hmm. 90% of what we eat on a daily basis is good and long-term, you know, it's pretty fresh, pretty pure. If I have that little five, 10% or maybe at most 15% on a yeah. bad day. Okay. That's it's, it's, an, it's, you know, that's, that day is a wrap. I go on to the next day and I eat better. Like, so my, my aim is that like, if you can have a little bit of something, not every day, but like I have a bit more weekends, but like it, it's, it's not a case of like, Oh, I can't have everything for like six weeks. Like screw that, man. Like I'm going to be so miserable. You know, I think you have to be, ha- you have to like, give us, I think it's important for us to have a bit of what we want with what we need and not too much of the other or insufficient one of each one. Okay. Um, so that's probably why I have it, you know? Okay. So with that said, how about instead of thinking mm-hmm. of, um, and there are a couple of ways to go around this for people that are listening, like you can also, you can go like with strength and try to like figure out what the, you know, the he's already spoken about his weakness, which is, uh, looking at it from like a general perspective, it's snacking. It is Larry's cookies, whatever. That's like the the thing that he's talking about but snacking and then like portion control when it comes to snacking that is what it seems like from a general perspective so we could either tackle that or what i want to do is go back to the original goal of 7.5 to 10 percent and say how about because he's also like he's speaking about like how he wants to enjoy himself too right and he's resistant to being uh 100 strict on his uh kind of i don't want to say diet but like with his nutrition, like he's he's resistant to that. So he's expressing some <laughs> resistance. He's saying, yeah, Fuck that. I don't want to do that if it's going to be mind. like six months of those Larry cookies. Right. So instead of like, right. So instead of um, targeting the weakness and trying to like make that stronger, let's identify it as a weakness. We'll put it in our back pocket. That is what it is. But let's go back to the goal and say, instead of making it from 7.5 to 10 percent body fat in a year like holding that for a year, how about we widen that body fat percentage? What if we say 7.5 to, I don't know. Uh, okay. Tw- uh, 13%. <laughs> uh, do you feel like, I know he's like, okay, but do you feel like that is, oh, that yeah. would get you to a nine like out of 10 or a 10 like out of 10, 10 like think, success rate for a I year? I think it's, it's the comfortability of it, right? Like I know I could probably, I know every, I haven't been on the inbody in a long time, but I know when I'm on the inbody, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's usually like the best I've seen it was like 11.5 and, and, and probably the worst I've seen it was maybe like low twenties, but that was after like six weeks. I'm not doing anything after a procedure. So that was a little different, but it's, it's usually in that 11 to yeah 15 mm-hmm. range. It's, it's, it's easy for me to stay in that range. You know, like I know I can afford to have, like I said, Oh well, fuck it. I had yeah. two glorious cookies today as well. I'm still on a fifteen percent rate, you know. So like, there's that as well as a lack of accountability from my perspective. So I think that if I mm. did have that number in 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 check for me, I know there's a lot more strictness. But it's all about having something to to work towards. If I don't have anything to hold myself accountable for, like we just mentioned that seven to thirteen percent body fat range, then why 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 am I not eating worse? I've got nothing that I'm 
sabotaging yeah. myself for you know if it's there's no goals i'm like well and, and i think that's something right. that is you've already highlighted very effectively in, in this exercise and they're like if there's no clear-cut vision and goal it's hard for us to walk towards anything right it's like why are we doing this why are you doing this workout why are you eating like mm-hmm. this what what's the purpose yeah. there has to be a purpose ultimately tying back to what you're saying now yeah 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 you're right and that's why like um kind of going to like the first part is why we adjusted the top number so the 10 percent to 13 as opposed to like the lower number because like you do want to have something to work towards and if you don't have something even when you hit 13 percent, you're going to be like well i can still drop down to 7.5 so you can still work at that but at the same time like if you have a couple of cookies that's not going to take you overboard Mm. or if you have a whole tray of whatever it is like snacking is the weakness so we have to say, all right, since snacking is a weakness and it can add up, let's try to take a look at what our overall goal is and then just like adjust that, right? Um, but you can work to have like supplemental habits to work on snacking. So for example, what I might say, um, and we'll go into it like, you know, as we continue, but uh, like individually wrapping, like instead of having the tray there, like individually packing like each cookie or like a group of cookies, right? So if you're going to eat cookies, you can package, you know, let's say three cookies. Let's say you have, uh, <laughs> let's not make it three. Let's make it five cookies. You package five cookies. You got, yeah. you made 25 or you made 30, right? So you take the five, um, you put it in a Ziploc, you put all of them in Ziplocs with five, and then you take that uh, group you put them in a box and you put them somewhere in the cupboard right so when you come out then you can pick one out pick one ziplock uh ziplock bag and eat that similar to the bag with trader joe's and their trail mix mm-hmm. like they have it in one big bag full of like 15 individual bags with like an assortment of trail mix right so um you still get what you want but then your likelihood to dig back in to do another is less likely because yeah. then you're going to be staring at two zip so, bags in front it's of the you. same number i think some, it's the same number you're making a really good point here where in the instance where i did eat all of them right the tray of them i didn't have ziploc bags right i had tinfoil mm-hmm. i covered that tinfoil but that is sometimes a crucial element in habit setting that sets people up if my ziploc if mm-hmm. i have two Ziploc bags left, right, in theory. I'm just going to pack two and eat three what, three days worth and won't go. And I'm just like, oh, I didn't have the Ziploc bags. Oh, I didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Like, we make excuses for ourselves. If we already say, I'm going to buy the Ziploc bags before I bake these homemade cookies, boom. I, I have no excuse. I don't have any other outlets, right? And sometimes that's something that when we talk yeah. about in the curriculum habit setting where – if someone isn't drinking enough water, for example, or like say like right now, Larry's cookies. If if I only buy seven on Monday for the week, then I don't have a temptation to eat. You know what I mean? So, but if I, if I bought seven, fine, one a day. If I yeah. bought nine, assuming I was going to have right. two extra for the next week and let leave them over, my mindset goes, oh, I've got two extra. I can afford to have two. On a, that's how my mindset goes. So I know that that can be similar habits for other mm-hmm. others like me that think like that, but that's where my mind will go. My mind won't go, oh, I have two more days left to get more. No, nope. it'll be like, well, you can have an extra one today. You have that. You know, so that's 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 important things to take into right. consideration also. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so with that said, uh, let's take a look at that. So 10.5, mm-hmm. 13%, that's the overall goal, right? That's like the annual goal, and we'll try to hold that for a year. Um, when we reach that point, we'll kind of like uh, 
let's say like we'll touch base um, and I'll let you know that, hey, we've reached that goal. Um, let's try to maintain that for the next year or so. Um, but looking towards like our monthly habits, like what's um, what do you think could be something that we could touch on monthly, weekly, and then we'll break it down to like daily. Um, so overall, large picture uh, or big picture, what could be like a monthly goal that you know, you know, uh, that, okay. you know, that, that you know that you can if do. If Larry's cookies, for, I'm a little uh, bit ashamed to admit habit. this. I definitely have between between three and six a week. It's a lot. Maybe even more sometimes. And I think if I was to mm-hmm. own and only mm-hmm. have two a week. Three and six individual cookies. Yeah, I'm not having like packets of them. <laughs> I'm having one. It's still not good. But if I was to have, if I said to myself, you can have eight a month, two a week. I can 100% scale it back to that. That's 100% mm-hmm. where I'm still going to get a taste of what I want, but it's on a less frequent basis. So we're talking about mm-hmm. still having it in my diet, still having it in my life, but mm-hmm. that dosage control, I think, will be really crucial, you know, and, and and substituting it on other days with that homemade stuff, right? So that just means I'm more prepared. It, it just, look, it just okay. means setting more time aside to prepare it to, because that's the other convenience of the cookies, right, is that I go somewhere, I get it, boom. You know, when I walk my dog, I mean, I'm a block either way, north, south, or west of a Rite Aid or CVS. It's so easy, so accessible for me. And it's the first thing I see in the store. So mm-hmm. it's such a, it's definitely a convenience thing. So it just, just means more second time aside. But I think, I'm like what you said, specifics on a monthly basis. If I scale myself back to having eight cookies a month to a week, compared to possibly even having seven or mm-hmm. six in a week. So we're talking maybe, I think, like 20, 20 to 30 a month to down to eight. I think is a huge, would be a huge win, but would be very realistic. Big time. Yeah, okay, so that is that. realistic yeah. for you. It might like, be you a bit of a struggle at first, but I can own that. Okay. Yeah, that's that's actually really good. I mean, the fact that you have something in mind that you can kind of like set aside and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Um, you figure out like, how am I going to do it? uh you'll go to well i i guess i can have you paint that picture but like you can go to trader joe's or wherever you get uh larry's cookies and purchase eight for the month and then say i'm not going to purchase any more between now and next month when i make my grocery run big time Um, yeah big time that could help as well that could work too right um I was gonna say, additionally, like some places actually have yeah, it where so you, you can get sign up sometimes. for a subscription, yeah. Um, yeah. where you can like subscribe. Exactly, so it gets delivered monthly. Um, you get discounts for it, like you know, it's not. Uh, I think a lot of What's the different website? outlets have that. Um, <laughs> you said no. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Oh, no, no, no. So it's like, uh, well, I don't know if there's a website that does it, but like I'm saying, like, for example, um, I buy uh, Liquid IV, right? Liquid IV is like an electrolyte pack and you can subscribe to it and then they'll, or actually Amazon has that, Mm -hmm. right? Amazon has that feature as well, right? Save and subscribe, like with detergent and stuff. I don't know if it relates to food, but they might have that um, on Amazon as well. Um, but liquid IV anyway, as I was saying, like you subscribe to it and you say, all right, I want this delivered like at the boom, top of the yeah. month, deliver 24 packs. Right. So then like at the beginning of the month, boom, I get that. So I don't even have to go outside to get it. It's just delivered to me. So that would be another way. 
um, of doing something like that. So if you guys have like a snack problem, <laughs> or I don't want to say problems, uh, yeah. a snack challenge or obstacle, right? <laughs> yeah, area of opportunity. Yeah, you got a problem. Um, so yeah, if you have that as your area of opportunity, try to look into like subscribing um, and see if that's a, a way that you can do it. Or like what Jock is probably going to do is go to the store and buy it um, like beforehand. Um, so eight times a month or eight cookies a month, two times a week. Um, what does that break down to? So I think daily, it would just though? mean I'll have to make my homemade variation on the other days. So mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I don't know, likely do the Larry's cookies on a Tuesday and Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then a Friday. And then um, I don't just eat cookies, by the way. Those are, those of you that are listening, I do eat actual food. I just want to point out. Um. Yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> no, nah, I eat real food. I do. Sorry, guys, disappoint. Um, I think that's what it would look like. Like the the live cookie on a like on a on a Tuesday and a Friday, and and the homemade stuff on the other on the other days. Um, sometimes it's it's just you know. I hate to say, but sometimes it's shelf life, right? Like that cookie's gonna last in my cupboard for two weeks at most. It, it don't never sit there that long, obviously. But whereas if I have carrots or fruit, and this is not to like quash any arguments that fruit's better, because I I love fruit and vegetables, you know. But that shelf life thing is an issue, right? Like if I'm out of town for a weekend, I come back and my banana's gone from being yellow to brown. I'm like, oh, I mean, I'll bake with it, but. That's sometimes part of the the mental thought behind it is like, oh, this will not go off. This will not go out, you know? Um, Because, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you always have something to eat, ready to eat. Yeah, it's going to taste the same way that that it would taste the first day. Thoughts behind that, you know? Like, to to tell you the truth, to to dig deep down with snacking is there's, there's a huge... I have an insecurity or fear that I don't like being hungry. When we hear a story of some clients and they haven't eaten and it's lunch, I'm like, dude, the only reason why I wake up is to pee and to eat. Otherwise, I would still sleep, you know? So um, there, there's a bit of that as well. So the, the, the discomfort of not eating and being hungry. Um, so I'd say that's that's pretty much the, the buildup of it. And on, on a daily basis as well, like it, it can definitely mean – monitoring more water consumption because if the water consumption is up there's definitely there's definitely less temptation to snack uh, but it also goes back down we won't touch on it too much today but regeneration and sleep like something we'll, we'll touch on another episode but like uh, those of you who may know me already will know that sleep's a big issue sleep's been an issue my whole life and that does trickle down to how i eat like when we're in quarantine right now i'm sleeping between seven and nine nine hours of sleep a night I'm not eating or snacking way more as much as I was if I was, you know, with our six same clients. If, if I get up a quarter of five, I'm having at most on a good night at seven hours, maybe six and a half, like an average. I'm way more tempted to eat snacks then. To kind of like recap, kind of like what Jacques was going, uh, what Jacques' profile was. Um, and what, I mean, we kind of broke down when it came to daily because he likes to ramble. And he started talking about the snacks and then he started talking about uh you know fruits and vegetables and then like i don't know shelf life of fruit fruits and vegetables so let's just recap what we have so far so he had a goal of uh being 7.5 to 10 percent body fat um he was uh 
seven out of ten, eight out of ten in achieving that uh, that goal, and he wanted to maintain that for a year. Right now, he currently sits at eleven percent to fifteen percent, um, like well, and it's easy for him. So he said he identified snacking as his weakness. Um, so what we did in order to address that was we tried to uh, increase the range. So the range was uh, 7.5 to 10. We increased that to 7.5 to 13. He felt like he can do that 9 out of 10, 10 out of 10, which is a win. Um, in order to help him achieve that goal, he wanted to cut back on some of the snacking that he does with that, uh, the Larry's cookies. So he said that he would try to hit eight cookies a month. Uh, making that about two cookies a week. Um, so we're on the weekly. So uh, two times a week, Tuesday and Friday would be his Larry cookie days. Um, and then the daily uh, habit was where we kind of, where the rubber met the road um, because we started talking about like uh, the tray that he would eat and then the shelf life of vegetables and fruits and it went on and on and on. So Jacques, I'm going to ask you, uh, let's try to concretely describe what your daily uh, habit would be Sure. Um, you know, um, every day of the week, aside from Tuesday and Friday. No, which I are think those Tuesday days. and Friday. No, Tuesday and Friday sounds good. I think unless what, you want to adjust those days too, I don't. I don't know. Um, I think I'll have to substitute those days with trail mix of some sort. You know, the nuts and fruit are are going to be huge for me to feel like I'm mm-hmm. still getting some kind of treat, some kind of snack. Um, those are pro. I'm, I think a handful to two handfuls a day, I think is where I could own that habit. I, I would feel a nine out of 10 for that. Nine out of 10 of eating, On the consuming days, non, uh, non-cooking, trail mix, yeah. one to two handfuls a day. And then, okay, got you. Uh, so cashews. And could we specify fruit, that a little bit more? Raisins, like uh, maybe um, dry cranberries. Uh, um and pistachios okay that all sounds good um and then taking a look at like how we would check in so typically what we would do is we would say okay this is his habit he's going to own that habit he doesn't have to take a picture of the damn cookie or take a picture of the trail mix or the handful of trail mix um, but what he can do is we can touch base and I don't want a whole sure? bunch of text messages like in my phone with like, Hey, just checking in. I got my handful of nuts. It's like, it's 11 o'clock at night. Like I really don't care. Um, but, um, but we can set a date and a time to kind of regroup. Um, since we're doing this podcast weekly, it kind of helps out. So maybe we can regroup live, um, and just say, all right, so what are our, what were the habits, um, any challenges, you know, any concerns, were there any days that we fell off um, and try to address that as we kind of like stitch this all together. I think me and David spoke about um, doing this again next week and then me or you uh, going through this exercise with David um, and we can kind of like continue this like habit series um, and give people like some sort of blueprint or guideline to help them navigate yeah, the waters of like and nutrition, to do, and nutrition again, you what think? to do and what not to do and all that other yeah. stuff. Sounds good. Yeah, I think I think at least maybe until we all do it, maybe David does it and then one of you guys do it on me. And then um, I definitely think there should be a portion because uh, going back to what you had said earlier um, via text message about like some of the some of the people who follow you, 
um, had questions about like ketogenic diet and all these other diets. I think it might be good to touch on those. However, I would like to have like yeah um, some sort of help with like a registered dietitian. Absolutely. Um, and I think you guys would agree, like having somebody else on who can speak to those points um, and and knows the ins and outs of it. Um, I think would help. Can us I just out, um, piggyback our, you know, off that? I want to say like we definitely have some good suggestions. Board. I do. Um, I do want to say something on a on a humorous side note. I. I don't know if these are some of these uh, people are spam accounts, but some of the responses I got on. So I posted on Instagram yesterday saying, you know, what would you guys like to hear us talk about like nutrition wise? And I got some really funny comments that one of them was sorry. <laughs> really, it out. Someone Sound goes, it out. what does education mean to you? And I was like, okay, <laughs> just showing some love. Okay. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, some of these are spam accounts anyway. I'm like, oh, put them on the um, Someone else said, "Would you like to study abroad?" <laughs> okay. Someone put honestly with a weird what? emoji. I'm like, all right. Someone said, uh, "Coronavirus." No, actually, I'm sick of it. Um, someone says, "You have an accent, Irish." I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, someone asked about my night login i don't know man like, so but some of the questions were good right like some of the questions were uh you know people's dependency on prescriptive exercises and weights and um is there such a thing as eating for your blood type and you know specific things to work on and there are definitely single questions so we appreciate people coming in but Again, there's a couple where uh, we raise eyebrows, but like we love it, we love the humor. We we definitely want people reaching out to what they want us to um to talk about. But as Angel Angel just mentioned, it sounds like we're gonna for like for a couple episodes go back to this nutrition habit tracking, and uh and just to show you guys that it's not as easy as following a guide, and even with coaching, and you guys just even heard myself, so resistive to certain things like. Uh, I'm not gonna do it, or I can't. There's so many variables into to a scenario like that, you know. Um, what are, so? What do you guys yeah, have planned? Sure. Go on. We wrap it up. I just want to hear how you guys are doing with workouts no, and ahead, what you guys but... got coming up the rest. I mean, say the weekend, but it's every day's the same. I'm I'm still recovering, um, so you know I'm hopefully three days, out on David. Monday. So we'll see. I mean, that's like the exactly. You know, trying to get a hundred percent. Watch me, watch me work out tomorrow and get sick again, Josh. It'll be your fucking fault. It's over, David. Game over. Fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, yep. Get End up on a ventilator. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get the hand pump. That shit don't work. Like I fucking got asthma. No, come on. Damn, I didn't have that. Have another fucking pump. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be atrocious. Um, but yeah, so go ahead. So you're gonna work out on Monday, and then what else? I mean, I have what else a, for the week? Client tonight, nice. so that's something to look forward to. I watched, <laughs> I watched okay. all of the that's Harry cool. Potter, and you're having a good in like two and a half days. It overwhelming was so overwhelming. You don't know what so the story much, was, but it was uh... great. You know. That's terrible. Yeah, no, you see him go from like a ten year old, like a twenty year old, in like six hours. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, at that point you're like, wait, I just saw Hermione like a twelve year old. Now she's like what nineteen? <laughs> like wait, so I was like, fuck with my head. 
But uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, you know, that, that, that's the goal. Just watch <laughs> movies that I've never seen. Angel, you watched Tiger Play King yet? Badly. I'm refusing to watch Tiger King. Oh, I saw that. I love that show. It was so good. I'm refusing to watch. Okay. I started watching uh, Macmillions. It's on HBO. So, Here, good. Um, Is that on Netflix? Dave, I saw the, how far I saw are you into it, Angel? Nah, HBO. Oh, it's um, wild, man. It's wild. I just saw the first episode yesterday. It's no, two good, days ago. Though. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Looking no. forward to getting into it. It's a lot of characters. Like these guys are not like it's not a, it's not your regular documentary where it's just like people are yeah. like, traumatizing. Just like and so when he turned on the lights, no, nah, yeah. these guys are like <laughs> characters. They're just like I needed so something funny. to spice up my life, and this investigation was it. Was like, oh my god! Like you're an FBI investigator, so it's like so uh, it's pretty cool. It's pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining so far. So I'm, I'm gonna keep checking that out. Um, I'm gonna keep working out. I want to keep uh, running. I mean, the lately it's been like cold and dreary, so running has kind of sucked. It's been actually pretty much like a chore, but I've been doing a good job at maintaining that and trying nice. to you know, go out and do all that stuff. Uh, resistance Shout wise, out. I got a viper that's coming in on Wednesday. I, I think it's coming in on Wednesday. Cool. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to using that. Yeah, shout out to Viper, uh, Michelle Dalcourt. Uh, but you do actually, actually, you do have. A, they do have a discount right now. So shout out oh, to Viper. Nice. They got. Um, if you go on their website, they got a discount. It's like twenty percent off. Um, so you just type in uh, Connect Twenty Twenty, or nice. yeah, I think it's Connect Twenty Twenty, and then you get a twenty percent off discount at the end of your order. So uh, feel free to check that out. Uh, and then, other than Shopping that, I don't have anything. I mean, I'm gonna try some more cooking stuff, and I'll see what else I can What's make. Up? Some chicken. That's about it. Yeah, chicken parm. I think on my chicken parm. That one client just did not want to let it go. He's like, I want the chicken parm. Like, All right, man, you get a chicken parm. Um. It's <laughs> nothing compared to my uh, gingerbread I'll carry on, but, but anyway, what do you got going on this weekend? Angel had this week. to tell you that story because that is a wild one. That's a good one. Um, this weekend, I uh, again, I'm gonna try and get some workouts in one at least yeah. one each day, maybe even two with cardio. Uh, going to I started I so I did watch McMillions at the, at the start of this quarantine, and I again, it's a great show. It's, it's there's so many characters because so many people are involved, but. I started watching The Outsider with Jason Bateman, and it's re- it's pretty dark, it's pretty warped, but it's it's good, it's really drawing. So I like that one. And then um, oh, that's a good one. The ending the is Ozark, not. I'm gonna try. So just be prepared this, for that. Because it's funny because nah. I struggled to get in the first season, and it and this podcast I listened to this morning said the thing that wasn't plausible about the first season was you've got this accountant from Chicago that's mm-hmm. just led to be like this this person to be feared of in the middle of nowhere right with jason bateman so that was the thing i think i realized why i think i struggled to get into the first place but i'm gonna, I'm gonna give ozark another go and then someone also suggested the hunters of al pacino on amazon is worth watching have you guys seen that oh yeah i mean, i heard um, of it and somebody said it was really good pretty much about so it i mean out. sports was usually on weekends you know like at least look at one night here and there yeah i saw a meme where it was like people are starting to set up yeah uh, just watching it they're like i've, I've gotten so bored <laughs> 
I've that's put how CPU against CPU, are, man. Like, and I just started watching how, that. That's how boring things are. Because <laughs> there's no sport. Any of those of you that are tennis fans, they did cancel Wimbledon as well, which is really sad to see because I think the last time they canceled Wimbledon was for the Second World War, which is, which is again, like 80, 80, 80 years ago now, right? So like 75% 80 years ago. So it's it's kind of wild to see. And... Yeah. The people that are... Yeah, it's 100% serious. This, it's this it's a shame that serious. it's... But the thing as well is, we'll just mention that we spoke about Georgina earlier in the podcast, but she sent us a picture and videos in Central Park. They they closed off the outdoor workspaces and the basketball courts, the rings taken off. And I, we, we understand this is really difficult and there's so few things to do, but for those of you who are listening and you're one of those guys that is in a group of like 12, 20 people playing basketball outdoors, fuck are you doing? Like, this only gets better if we all work to all work in quarantine in the same way. If, you, if there's people listening, and you're guilty of being in a group of like 10 plus 20 plus people and you're sweating and you're perspirating, you're fucking up for everyone else. Like California had a good response because they've been better to be able to um, stay in quarantine because they're able to spread, spread themselves out. Whereas yes, it's more densely populated in New York, but like, come on, let's, this stuff doesn't get better if no one, if not everyone buys in, you know, they your ass home for real. They your ass home. Yeah. Or stay home. That's a wrap. Shout out to Lenny and Larry. Shout out to Viper. Shout out Shout to out who am I? Who am I missing? That's it. We in here. Gang, gang. Yeah. Shout, Shout out. out to All right, Sam. guys. Shout have a good one. Stay Georgie. safe out there. Yeah, no basketball groups. Ten or twenty. We'll come find you. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Too. I'm coming. Yeah. Alfie will get you and eat your legs off. Alfie, Alfie will find you. Alfie will run after. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good one. Be safe. See ya. All right. Take care.